What's been up? What's going down? I got to know what's happening. I need to know the world. What's been up? What's going down? I got to know what's happening. I want to know the world. What's been up? W-T-F-W-O-T-W. With Rudy Rue. We are live. Damn, that's a hell of a reflection on your shades, bruh. Because I'm forever shining like money, like new money. Future is bright. Blinding. Blinded by the light. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to WTFWOTW. I am your host, Darren Lorenzo. Oh. And uh, here's my co-host, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you woke up from that dream. But yeah, what he said, welcome back, y'all. Episode 9. Week 26 of 2020, I believe. This year is flying by. Thank you for listening. New time listeners, old time listeners, and unsure ones. So, one that thinks it's a sex podcast. But she likes that shit. I'm thirsty. I'm drinking. What you doing? Why are you smiling so hard? Because I got a drink next to me. Oh, okay. What you drinking? Um, I'm actually back on that Henderson from Dallas, Texas, that whiskey. But no chalice this time, huh? Just raggedy ass, cheap ass plastic cup. No chalice because I wanted more in the cup. So I got my typical unreliable Atlanta Falcons cup. I got, I'm just drinking rum and coke, just basic beverage with, of course, a metal straw because I like the environment. Basic beverage. We switched stuff up last week, and I conducted the first interview for the podcast. Um, I must say, I've gotten uh, positive feedback. I didn't promote that it was actually an interview in the podcast, you know, and what it was. So I think the dominatrix word is kicking in. So there was a spike in listeners. Mm, spike, kick, all sounds like very fine fetishes. You see what I'm talking about? We call that word association, my brother. Yes. Right on, my sister. Um, yeah, so did you have a good time? Have a good time where? I didn't know where. Fuck, I mean, <laughs> like I went to Disney World or some shit overnight. Like, oh, yeah, it was so fun. No, nothing exciting happened this week? No. Neighbors were running fireworks. I guess they're doing like a little warm-up for July 4th. Mm, yeah. They weren't satisfied with having Juneteenth, huh? They no, but I'm like, well, just wait to do that today. Exactly. Yeah. Why all through the week? I mean, poor mom, she's just jumping. I'm like, are they shooting outside? I said, no, they're not shooting. That's not how a gun would sound unless we're back in 1796. What would happen if one time you say, mom, yeah, they shoot and get under the table? She's like, uh-uh, I don't know, uh-uh. Like, what, what is that not fixing anything? <laughs> it's just like when I come in and I've been out for a long time and I'm already in the house and she hears the noise. She's like, Darren, is that you? Well, if it's not, <laughs> what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> Cheers to you. Cheers to moms. Cheers. And cheers to your sex episode loving cousin. There you go. Where right. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> and we always glad you came. Is that mm-mm, sexual? Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> nope, those are the words. So see. Oh, okay. Well, let's just kick things off with some black girl magic. NASA renames its DC headquarters after Mary Jackson. Oh, did? Uh, Yeah, Mary Jackson was the first African-American female engineer. She was actually depicted in the movie Hidden Figures by Janelle Monet. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's them uh, paying tribute and diversifying. Um, Speaking of... They try. They try. Well, I mean, it is a big deal to rename your headquarters that, though. Yeah. 
But they try. I mean, that's fine. I accept. As long as you accept it. <laughs> I approve this message. 14 Caribbean nations are suing France, Britain, and the Netherlands for reparations. Ooh, now y'all want to do that. <laughs> okay. Well, first of Everybody all. Everybody got big britches now. Well, I mean, y'all African-Americans should get to it too. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've been trying. So uh, they've hired a British law firm that recently won Kenyan's compensation for tortures by the British colonial government during the 1950s. Let's hope that they could get the same results for them. I mean, I really support the effort. I do. <laughs> uh, oh, it's getting hot over here. Is it? Okay. Yeah, you know, I'm in purgatory here, here in Atlanta. Hold up. I gotta stop. What's going on? You got hot half flashes? Yeah. Manopause. Pause. Pause. Brown skin girl. Your skin just like the rose. The best thing in the world. Never change it for anybody else. And brown skin girl. Your skin just like the rose. The best thing in the world. I never change it for anybody else. Singing. Blue Ivy Carter made history as the youngest person ever to win a BET award. Woo-woo! Yeah. She won for a collaboration with her mom, Beyonce, that is, and Wizkid on Brown Skin Girl. Yeah, okay, I guess. But she also won an NAACP Image and Soul Train Award. Mm. How do you feel being outdone by an eight-year-old? I don't want to hate on her parade, but, um, I mean, I wish somebody would have just put my name on some stuff, too. She's actually on the song. She sings. I believe. Oh, you've never heard it. Typical lack of research over here. Mm-mm. BET will air a five-part miniseries about Masterpiece No Limit Records. Okay. That's my joint. That was my thing back in the day. Late high school, early college. Yeah, that was. they ran the mid to late 90s, early 2000s. They made you they say, did. uh, a lot. They did until something happened. And then, what was it? Pastor Troy was like, my nigga, fuck what you say. Ain't no more playing GA. <laughs> Oh, okay, but... We were like, we read it, we read it. Yeah, it was just a lot of beef back in the day, after a while. Not at first. Of course, they ran the South, and then it was a lot of little bitch asses happening, so Atlanta had to rise up. You know, we conveniently rise up for shit. No Limit Records, get it started. We start out the trunk of the car. Come from the project in New Orleans, we was poor. Kept saying, I'm gonna get us out of here. I don't know how. But one day I'm gonna be rich. Nobody was buying his music. It wasn't even a real buzz in the street. You put that same dope mentality that you would do if you selling drugs into the rap game. It was time for me to be a big star. He had the best deal at the time of any black owned record company in history. That is not how an artist thinks. That's how a business person thinks. He was a game changer. Greatest team ever assembled. We family. No Limit Records. One of the great dynasties in hip hop. That's Masterpiece Legacy. No Limit Soldier. I tried to tell you. No Limit Soldier. I thought I told you. No Limit Soldier. You guys consider New Orleans rival town. Oh, of course we do, always. But we still, that was still a major part of our music history back in that time. It just so happened that a small period of time, there was some beef. And so you got to choose the proper side, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, New Orleans is a rival based on football, mostly. No Limit Chronicles will air July 29th and focus on the rise and dominance of the label. 
I support the effort. <laughs> I love it. I feel it. Well, Broadway will officially remain closed through 2020, meaning they're going to make their comeback in 2021, hopefully. Damn. This is hope, keeping hope alive. Um, do you have a lot of friends who are on Broadway that have been just sitting at home? Yeah. A lot of them are actually making a move. A lot of them are either moving back to wherever they're from or making like major moves like to L.A., hopefully uh, to try to be there, I guess, for whatever's going on. Oh, for like TV stuff? TV, film, you know, voiceover gigs, you know, just whatever, which they can do from over there. But I think a lot of people just getting out of Dodge. You catch a lot of people moving. I know I was talking to a friend the other day and his agent called him and said, uh, I have an audition for you, but are you going to be in town? He's like, why would I be in town? Well, I just, I didn't know if you were leaving. It's like, no, I'm not leaving. Everybody keep leaving, you know. So there's no cruise ship gigs going on to about October, November at this moment. So it might all get pushed to 2021. You better book that flight to LA too then. <laughs> It's been a long time. Wow. It's been a long time. Long time coming, but I know. The performance industry has definitely been hit hard. I mean, even Cirque du Soleil had to file for bankruptcy. So sad, man. Yeah. I had a lot of friends there, too, from Vegas. It's like, yeah, that's crazy. They're seeking uh, assistance from the Canadian government to help restructure their debts. They've already laid off like 3,500 performers. A lot. And they're apparently almost $1 billion in debt. So you might just want to just cut that loss while you can. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of like uh, third party companies trying to like invest in it. So they're going to they're going to work it out. I don't think it's going to be over for them completely. You know, sometimes filing for bankruptcy is just a way to uh, freeze the collectors from coming at you while you can think clearly to, to adjust your, your path. So I think it's one of those situations. But I mean, Hopefully. the people that have gotten fired obviously feel it as being fired. You yeah, know? they're fired. It's like my job's gone. So I mean, you might be doing it as a as a play. <laughs> but well, I hope some of them are American because I heard that the U.S. government has sent 1.4 billion dollars in stimulus checks to uh, deceased folk. Maybe you can try to play dead for yours. Just hurry up and die real quick. Mm. No, like play dead, so you could get that check sent. Okay. And then y'all have like a party for me and then I can sit there and be dead too? No, because you're playing dead. So that is play. I'll be active. I'll be like, mm, you don't, you don't even have to commit. Frozen. You can't see me. Mm. I'm going to have it, it uh, strippers me. dance on your lap. That'll be the thing that messes up for me. I'll be like, dang. They'll be yeah. like, why did he shift just a little <laughs> bit to the right? And I'll be like, he has risen. Yeah, in various <laughs> parts of the nether regions. Okay, um, that's an obvious, you don't have to explain the joke, Jesus. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Black as fuck just got renewed for season two by Netflix. Did you watch season one? No. Well, all this TV you're watching, what the fuck are we watching? Just the Caucasian I mean, reality shows? There's a lot of things happening on TV, and I'm trying to get caught up. You know, Green Leaf is back, so you know, just gotta hold steady. DJ Paulie and, you know, Vinny got a new show on MTV where they doing pranks and shit. So I got to watch my stuff. You were one of the people that watched Jersey Shore. I sure was. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but I am a fan. And uh, what's my other show? Common. Why are we I, I watched a lot of competition shows like Titan Games. All that stuff is fun to me. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of my childhood. Way back in 19. Well, you know. Netflix is on a roll with their diversity efforts, I must say, because in addition to the hundred million we spoke about that they donated the other day, they're committing another hundred million uh, in cash to be moved to Black-owned banks. Okay. That's a very big deal because these are underfunded institutions that are getting a capital injection now. 
And obviously, you know, corporations are like sheep. So if one's doing it, you know, they got to measure dicks. Other will follow. Yeah, yeah. Pissing contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, by the way, if you see a sexy white pearl motorcycle cruising Midtown and Bughead in Atlanta, DM Bow Wow for that $1,000 cash reward. Someone stole the po' boy back. How big is the bike? Is it? Is that a short joke? A regular sized human was on it. Okay, so I ask again. What's the question? A regular sized human. That's wrong. What do you think about uh, Kanye's uh, collaboration with Gap? Well, I think it's a match made in heaven, actually. Although I associated Gap with the Kanye when he first came out, because when he was preppy wearing backpacks and stuff. Because <laughs> now he looks like, you know, he's like a, a Star Wars reject, like one of them, what do you call those? The ones oh, in those, training. Uh, well, the warriors in training. They just like Han Solo in them. They, that's how he's dressed. He did actually work for the company before, so that's like a... He didn't work for the company. He worked in the store. But he was a Gap seller, right? Yeah, but that that's different. You're in the store. This is not... At headquarters. But what I will say is in 2013, in an interview, he said, oh, man, I would give anything. Like, they should just give me a chance. So I think this is a classic case of putting things out into the universe. This is the power of manifestation, people. Manifest Manif in these streets Manif with a mask on. Angry. First of all, would you consider it angry if it was a, a man? Huh? Are you trying to paint me as an angry black woman? Yep, I am. You're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Khloe Kardashian taking her cheating ex, Tristan Thompson, back. I mean, three times is a charm. Or stupidity, yeah. Well, they do have a baby together. Have you ever cheated in any of your past relationships? Yep. Wow, you're not even going to just, like, show remorse in the year? Uh, no, no remorse in the year. A lot of it was growth. A lot of it was age. A lot of it was, uh, you know, circumstance. Tell me more about this circumstantial cheating. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did you get very far? I mean, maybe they were doing the same thing. Maybe uh, so? I didn't identify us as being girlfriend and boyfriend or together like that. And then I found out that we were and I was kind of already had my rhythm going. So or, you just kept it going? Well, you know, I had to kind of just let it fizzle away like fade, a slow fade. Why? Um, you can't go cold um, turkey? No, you don't do that to anyone. No, that, that's not nice. It's not nice. It's not, it's not respectful. But what about the girlfriend? Where's her respect coming it's because it's coming at a slow, slow pace. Okay. I'm all, I'm obviously slowing down for you. You're going to die alone. I mean, but this was years ago. A lot of this stuff was uh, when I was at a tender age of whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Conveniently leave that number out. Because <laughs> any ex's listener would be like, hold on. That was me. He's at 24. Wasn't I with him at 24? Hold up. Don't just throw out that because now you throw that out. No, 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 guys. That's just a random number I chose. <laughs> I'm like, don't just be like, hold <laughs> up. No, I just felt like it. Although, no, it's fine. Have you ever had an open relationship? I've had a swinger relationship for two years. Wait, hold maybe on. a year and a half. Wait, 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 Darren. Open. What? Um, did I have an open relationship? No, no, no. It's fine. You said swinging, not at the park, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. What did that entail? Swap off, uh, join in. So you have uh, two couples. Parties. Hold on. You have two couples, you and your girlfriend, and then a, a friend and his girlfriend? And you guys uh -huh. are all friends? Yep. So you would go to parties and fuck each other girls? Whoa, whoa. That's a lot of information going out right now. Um, 
it really just depended on what the situation was. But, um, you know, it, there was a deal that just made sure that the other was cool. So just try something different. Now, there were rules. I mean, you know, they wanted to be privy of the information. They wanted to know uh, when this might be going down. Uh, mostly, it was rules. mostly Those inviting. It was mostly inviting people in. But the, yeah, there was a couple times with that that process of it where, um, you know, going to like different resort locations and stuff like that. It's like, hey, I'm gonna chill with your girl tonight. Yeah, you can chill with mine. Everybody has to be on the same page. And I mean- but Were there like rules like don't, don't come while looking at her in the eye, stuff like that? No, it was just more so stay protected and- Don't knock don't her Don't make up. it an elongated situation and don't blow her back out. Cause then I gotta keep that rhythm going. Yeah, I understand. Wow, that's and no, uh, no, no head. No head, but you can kiss. Yeah. But can you go down on the girl or no head either way? No, nah, it was just no head from the uh, from from the snake to the to the mouth. Oh, that's a double standard. I didn't go down on the girl anyway. Why not, Darren? That's not fair. Well, that particular one, I was just thinking in my mouth, like, well, what's well, just been down here, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I asked because um. Sometime last year on an episode of Red Table Talk, Will and Jada addressed their 20 plus year marital uh, ride uh, because over the years there were rumors of like almost divorce and stuff like that. So they were talking about like how they work through their issues and how they, um, she said that they don't even consider themselves uh, traditionally married anymore, but life partners, they're like, we're never going to get a divorce. On another episode a few months later, Jada, her mom, and Willow interviewed August Alsina, the R&B singer, mm -hmm. and how uh, he became friends with the family and how uh, Jada helped him through his addiction to Percocet and guidance, you know, like a mentor, and they just had a spiritual connection. And they were talking about that on the table. Um, the other day, uh, he did an interview to launch his new album. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you see a piece of that interview? I did. I did. So there's a soundbite going around where uh, Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club asked him, you know, what was up with those rumors, you know? And he pretty much said that, you know, he had a deep love for Jada and that they were pretty much together and that he got his blessing from Will Smith. Yeah. I think he, he's in a state of delusion. Um, I think that there was a relationship that they had and there was probably purely just sexual, something that happened here and there. And uh, they did the kind thing of saying, hey, we're going to invite you into our space. But then now he did some old bitch assness because his heart is hurt. And I get it because my heart has been hurt before. And you want to do all kinds of shit. You want fucking Gibraltar to crumble. And so you want to tell on everything and tell on everybody. You're delusional that you thought it was going to be more because even if they did invite you into a situation, you knew what the hell it was. So now you done fucked up and fell in love. And now expecting her to, like, comply. But where know, are you getting all this from? A little soundbite? Did you watch the one-hour interview? Because he's not asking to be with her at all. He was just saying, like, how he, he put his all into it. I mean, first of all, motherfucker looked like fucking uh, Scarecrow from The Wiz in his la latest interview. He's recovering from an illness. I'm not talking about the weight. I'm talking about his hair. Whenever oh, that's just him, like, though. He's That's him. That's his style. You know, yeah, he's from so New Orleans. Again, he looked like the Scarecrow from The Wiz. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm just saying 
I don't think he had enough game to be able to pull her from Will, and I think that's what's really bothering him. You but you're saying? missing the point. He wasn't trying to pull her. You know Will didn't get no blessings. It I don't know that. Blessings. I believe when you come out like that about something that specific, yeah, there's just a level of, uh, there's a whole other side of the story, and you have to hear both of them before you take one side like that. And I, I believe that being somebody- Well, but you're that, taking the other side. No, but being somebody that has been through a similar situation, um, I know sometimes that we can be a little bit delusional based on different circumstances of different things that are happening at that time and how we want something to play out and what has been promised to us. And, and when it doesn't, then it's all, all of a sudden boo-hoo-hoo. If he knew that he, according to him, right, let's just look at it from his perspective. If he knew he had to go to Will to have a conversation, that means he respects Will's position in this whole thing. So naturally, he wouldn't assume that whatever he's doing would be to take Jada out of that situation. When you come out and say certain things like that, and if those people are not ready to say it that way. Yeah, but listen, just because they're more famous doesn't mean this is also his story. So he has the right to also share his life. She wants to feel young and wanted. I think he, you know, some may say he like broke the cardinal rule of uh, a side piece, which is shut the fuck up. But yeah, I think, that's what he was. He was a side piece. He knew he was a side piece. Yeah, and but I think the thing was you know, because uh, when the rumors were swirling, he fell ill and he he hasn't released an album in a while because he's been like fighting for his health this whole time. So I think now that he's feeling better, he's like, you know, all that money I lost, I don't want to be branded as a homewrecker. Sometimes you have to speak your truth and it could affect other people. I think we look at Will and Jada, they're like a vault. They're like, you know, uh, royalty for us you know they're very private yeah. they're very inspiring so it's 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 like oh my god you're you're making them look bad um well jada I, jada and will deny that this whole thing even went down at all after they denied it jada tweeted there's some healing that needs to happen so i'm bringing myself to the red table so that obviously was something so that gives I me did. the impression that she it's confession time well maybe but i mean i just feel that it's confession time. Yes. You, yes. You're correct. Because otherwise she wouldn't formulate it. The word choice matters. Yes. No, I, I agree with you. Something mm -hmm. happened. I just think that he unleashed something that. Mm, yeah, they weren't ready. They weren't ready. <laughs> but they had time because this was five years in the making. It's not like the affair was last year, you know? Uh, Don't stress yourself. Okay, to wrap on that subject. Vanilla Ice is throwing a huge 4th of July party in Texas, despite the surge of COVID cases. Yeah. Now, is he talking about, like, Vanilla Ice sickles? Because it's hot as shit in Texas around this time. Well, maybe, because I heard it's going to be like a beach party concert. Okay. So if I like can buy a Vanilla Ice sickle, doom. that'd be cool. Doom, 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 doom. I mean, we oh. need it in Atlanta, because right now it's like 90-something, but it feels like 100 in hell. I just think this is fucking stupid. I'm just gonna need him to All right, stop, stop. do not collaborate, but listen. Shit, why are we out here? Uh. I was reading this story uh, about this bride-to-be that fired her 14-year-old sister as bridesmaid. Do you wanna know why? I do wanna know why, tell me please. Because she had bigger titties. Oh, I would fire her too. <laughs> really? Yeah, because all all the dudes on the other end, they was like, man, look it up. Look she it said, up. all eyes should be on me. You came to that conclusion when she saw her baby sister in the bridesmaid's dress. She was like, oh, no, you can't wear that. In fact, you can't even be in the wedding anymore. I'm sorry. That's how you do it.
It backfired because the other bridesmaids were like, oh, well, we're stepping down unless you apologize and bring her back. Oh, so, they didn't have big tits, did they? <laughs> Like, no, we're they stepping stood up down. For the, they stood up for the one with small for the big titties. The, the small titty committee? Um no, the 14 year old. See, you keep saying 14, so now I can't really respond. So I'm I'm gonna Yeah. Be quiet. There's a Coca-Cola flavored coffee here in the streets. Uh including lattes and cappuccinos. Double uh. But how much caffeine does one need? The Coke and the coffee? It's it's people of the white who thought of this for sure. I think I think the people that want the coke and the coffee, it all comes from a place of being like, it sounds like, oh, let me just add more to the ingredient, you know? Mm. Um, Paris Jackson, uh, the daughter of Michael Jackson, is starring in an upcoming film called Habit. Did you hear about that? I did. The movie depicts her as playing a lesbian Jesus. What? Guess you didn't really hear about it. No, I hear about it that way. <laughs> oh, okay, because that's the plot. Um, a petition with over 300,000 signatures is attempting to block its release. Yeah, they just hating. Let her, let her make a movie. I mean, Christians can't catch a break. <laughs> Last week we told you Jesus was black, and today you find out it's a gay woman. <laughs> a lot. You got to ease folks into that shit. And it wasn't just last night <laughs> that we heard that Jesus was black. I mean, that shit's only been happening. A little bit since the 70s and 80s and then mm. been accepted in the 90s and 2000s. Also know how to slow the dip, boy. So a slow dip is really cool. It's all slow dip, bring you back up. Why don't we slowly dip on the next week then? Fuck it. Let's go. Bye. Thank you for listening. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. Please be a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Do something with your life. Catch you next week on WTFW OTW with Rudy Rue.